The start order is 17423985. The Extra Lap RC Podcast. This is the Extra Lap RC Podcast. My name's Aidan Burke, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend, Joey Cockle. How are you doing, Joey? Good evening. I'm all right. How are you? We're all good. And we're joined by our good friend, Martin Owen. Hello. How are you doing? Very well. Uh, did you win at sim racing this week, Martin? No, I sucked. Oh, we'll talk about we'll, we'll talk about that later. That's a funny. That's good. Um, yeah, we will chat up and we will chat and catch up about not going racing and reasons why we may be able to go racing in the future and things like that at the end. But straight away, let's just go and speak to our guest, Martin. Who are we going to speak to today? So this evening we have the four-time EOS champion, two-time EFRA European champion, a multi-IFMAR world championship finalist, Michael Olowski from Schumacher. Hi, Michael. How are you? Hey, everyone. Hope you're all well and healthy, and thank you for having me here tonight. That's fine. Uh, We are all good. Um, we've seen some videos from you. We'll get to get straight into it. You know, we've seen some videos from you from Poland. Um, how have you been? How busy have you been for the last few days and weeks? Yeah, it's been it's been very busy for me. I'm very fortunate to be able to go to the track. I'm there probably three days a week um, from Monday. And to Friday, probably I will go Monday, Tuesday, and then maybe Thursday. One day is university day, and then one day is car prep. And probably once once per two weeks, we have a race on the Saturday. Either it's off-road or on-road, because uh, the track uh, near me is called Titan RC Arena. The guys over there built two trucks. One is off-road on EOS carpet, and... One on the other side of the hole is ETS carpet. So, um, yeah, I'm very fortunate to be able to, to practice and test. And uh, I continue developing the Schumacher cars together with the guys from the UK on WhatsApp. And, uh, and yeah, we continue working. And because you, you were in the UK, and then as we sort of entered the lockdown, you sort of went back to Poland. Was that because how easy it would be to race in Poland? Yeah, it it was a quick decision. Um, it was a crazy time for me as well, with so much things happening, me moving to another country, and then uh, the the virus cases rising in all of, all over Europe. So the the first thought was that the UK was blocking travel to other European countries. Uh, so I proposed that maybe I should go back to Poland because otherwise I'll not be able to race the ETS, which was going to happen, and and the other um, European races that were still on the calendar back then. Um, and then me and the and the team at Schumacher with Robin and Trish and Andy, Aaron, Mas, all the we all discussed it, and we thought that. It'll be better for me to actually go back to Poland for a certain amount of time, which is still unknown uh, because the whole world situation is 
unknown. We don't know what's going to happen the next day. Mm, so um, so I moved back here and I'm on a visit, I can say, in Poland now. And I just continue working um, and, and doing work at the track and at home and working on cars, doing all the stuff I, I would be doing. Um, and we just thought that I will have I'll be more productive in Poland because I have the opportunity to go to the tracks and we could see that the UK is closing down uh, quite quickly. So we kind of expected the, the lockdown period in the UK and it turned out to be a very good decision for us. Yeah, because you'd have, you'll have got no racing or practice really at all in the UK over the last few weeks. Um, sorry, not an RC question. Because you'd sort of arranged to come, you were, you were moving country, you were moving to the UK. When you went home, was your bedroom still the same or had they like ripped it all out and, you know, put like a cinema room in or something? Yeah, I, I literally took all my stuff to the UK. Um, and then I, I came back on a wizard flight with two suitcases. <laughs> uh, so so I, I, I don't have too much stuff here um had to do some shopping when i arrived and but yeah everything is waiting for me in the uk and but i just don't know when i'm going uh, to go back right okay okay uh, and then wait sorry uh, my questions you said you do a, do a day of university so are you doing a, a a day of an english university course yeah i study at coventry university it's an apprenticeship and the course is called Mechanical Engineering Design. Right, okay. So, well done for, for, for getting all that done. Um, the, I've seen some pictures of the Titan Arena. Um, it looks really good. Who sort of runs that? Yeah, it's, it's outstanding. Um, I would have never expected in my life that something like that would be uh, less than an hour away from my house in Poland. Because when I would when I would grow up um, racing, there would be no permanent tracks in Poland. I wouldn't be able to practice during the week or on the weekends. It was just me and my dad traveling to races all over Europe uh, and, and Poland, and then later all over the world. So I, I, I had I didn't have the chance to practice like most of the guys in Europe or in the US. And now finally I have a place where I can practice and where I am most most time of the week which is just amazing for me and I I feel very confident with my driving with what I'm doing with the cars how much development we do as well uh, so I'm looking forward to going back racing and the track is run by a shop in Poland it's called Titan RC and the owner has been in the race industry for probably over 10 years now, and he is doing an amazing job um, keeping the, the venue going in those difficult times. Mm. Guys, have you seen the, the, the video of the on-road track? It looks, they've certainly packed a lot of features into it. Yeah, it looks, um, yeah, but it looks good. We need, we need, we need more of that, more of those kind of things here, I think. I know we got a couple, but we need more. I think it's got every. If I think if we put all the indoor features for all the indoor tracks in the UK, 
we still wouldn't have as many as that Titan Arena. You know, it's double layer. It's got a bit of slippy floor. Uh, we saw some videos you get throwing your L1 Evo about Michael looked really quick. Um, uh, what are you? Are you before Trish listens in? Are you are you de- developing new parts or you're just practicing or what kind of stuff are you doing that you can tell us about? We're we're always de- developing, uh, so we're just developing our cars. And on 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 the side, I also practice because every time I hit the track, it's it's good for for me for my driving and for improving myself as a driver. So it's uh, it's developing and 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 practice for me. Brilliant, well done. Um, and of course, you've been doing on road and off road. Do you, do, you, do you do those separate days, or are you okay mixing between the two of them? It, it depends what uh, what the guys at the factory want me to do and uh, what, what there is to test. Uh, usually I go one day, I go on the road, uh, full day on the road, and then I'll, I can go two-drive or four-drive. I always have one car uh, on a day, mm, but for example, this week, I do only Turinka and I concentrate on that. And then next week, probably I'll do a bit more off-road. So I just play by ear what has to be done. And then I pick a car and go to the track and, and practice and test. Well done. Um, well, we thanks very much, you know, for obviously for turning up now. Uh, thanks so much for sort of making sure that you're here. So what we could do is we could um, ask some people for some questions for you um some of them are more serious than other ones but i thought maybe we'll go through it um i know i've got one here um and it's it's come from a guy called right rc all the way um in america um he just wanted to know he i think he's just started to start running two-wheel drive one-tenth electric cars on dirt you know is there anything you change in your program when you do get the opportunity to run on a sort of a dirt surface? Obviously, the the setup of the car has to change quite a lot compared to carpet because of the of the grip. Um, definitely a ball diff in the tour drive is a must and a pretty well-built ball diff. That's very important for getting the grip out of the car and getting a good set of tires for that track. Um, it's also very important. It's, the tires is the only surface that touches the ground, so the tires are very important. Uh, tire sauce, I guess, as well. In the US, they use tire sauce over there. Um, I'm not an expert on that because we don't race too much on that surface, but I'm sure guys at the local club can help you out with that. Um, right. And then I don't know which brand of the car you have, uh, but Every brand has a website where they post setup sheets of their factory drivers and just look at some of those setups and, and try try one of them and then tune it to your liking and, and that track that you run it. Right. And do you, um, if that's like a surface that you've not really run a lot on or you don't run so much on, do you, do you, do you practice in a different way? Do you take it a bit easier in the morning and just wait until the grip comes up or are you just thinking, hey, let's just see how fast we can go straight away? 
I think the approach is the same. You go to the track, uh, let's say every race, we don't race much on that surface. Usually we go to the SDRC track in San Diego mm-hmm. a couple of days before the relay race to practice. And then the approach is the same. You just go as fast as you can. You try to see what the car is doing on the track and what you need more from the car, either more steering, more forward traction. You have to be on top of the tire game because tires are extremely important on, on that surface. Um, also in the relay race. So it's this, the approach is the same. It's just a bit more difficult for us. That's why we have to ask the locals and it's always nice to have some team drivers. And now with Schumacher, we have more and more Schumacher cars in the US. So it's, it, it's really good to have some local drivers that run our cars over there to get some information from them. And then we can work together on the car setup and all the other things involved in into the end result and funny enough one of the questions was when will you get over to the states obviously we know covid's kind of um making that difficult at the moment but are you planning to get back over there yeah now now that i'm a fully professional driver um i mean i, I study on, on the side but i can say that i'm Fully professional. The plan was to travel to the U.S. actually for a few races already this year. Yeah. Um, but but the virus stopped it unfortunately. But I'm yeah. looking forward to my next uh, races over there. And definitely I will travel a lot more to the U.S. Um, previously I would travel to Radio Race in January, then the Schumacher GP in August, to yeah. RC Madness in Connecticut. And so that was already two trips. Once I went to Vegas for the IOCC, where I met Aiden as well. Yes. Um, Aiden went to Vegas. Wow. Yeah. It it was this is this is up. Yeah, very sad. Um, Michael made me move table. Good. (laughs) Really? What away from him? So you'd leave him alone? No, we got there early. Uh, Mark, Michael went practicing at 7.02, I think, on the day before yes. it started. We got there early. We put ourselves at the end. Well, I think we turned up and it said Schumacher on the table. Um, and Miklos and Mark ran Schumacher's. So I went, well, that's fine. We'll just sit here. Um, so we were at one end of the table. And then it was like 10 o'clock at night or something. Scotty Ernst phones me up and goes, we've moved you. And that's because, and then when we turn up, Michael's taken our end of the table, and they've moved me to the far end of the table. Do you remember that now, Michael? No, I, I don't. Uh, I think mm. usually, usually when we go to races, my dad organizes where we pit, and he probably moves all the guys around so we have the most comfortable pit. Uh, so maybe it was it was my dad that was just on the side. Um, looking at the track maybe i apologize for that if don't apologize to him Uh, michael Michael had better pitting when we went to china is this this just talk about you going to fucking vegas and the worlds again (laughs) jesus wow we had this the other week i don't (laughs) people don't care that you went to vegas or china anymore (laughs) jesus 
Jerry, didn't you go to Italy once? Should we talk about that? Oh, no, let's not ever talk about Italy. Right. Did you fall oh, off no, wait, no, Italy was fall fine. off a jump? No, that was Austria, 2006. Oh, oh wait, oh, didn't what? you? did you hit a car with a broom at Upo? Because we haven't heard that story <laughs> at times either. Yeah, memories. No, we great. haven't heard that. We haven't heard that many times, actually, because I don't need to go on about that all the time. I don't need to justify myself by going on about Vegas, <laughs> Vegas or China. But anyway, where were we? <laughs> you were talking about Vegas and China. Yeah, all right. Shut yeah, up. We, we started from my trips to the US. That's right, yeah. Well done. Look at that, so, professionalism. Yeah. So, yeah, answering the, the question, yes, I am going to travel to the US a lot more. And represent the the brand over then. Hopefully, uh, welcome new team drivers over there as well. Yeah, I hear there's a few um, new American drivers turning up. There seems to be quite a few of, you know, seeing the light and joining the hashtag Schumacher family. Um, hopefully, we'll get some good ones. You know, not just average ones. Um, Right, uh, I think one of the other questions was the um, from our good friend Pinky Baker. He was saying, what well, his question was, um, was the storm, was the truck that the Schumacher truck that was ran in the Bruntingthorpe at the British Grand Prix, was that the storm prototype? Mm-hmm. The one, the one uh, ape lines run. I think so, because yeah, because I thought. I thought it was a question for you, but you never ran truck, so I'm no, guessing. Yeah, it was it was my truck which I ran at the first round of EOS in 2018 and 19 season. Then I ran it at the second round as well, but I gave up uh, in the middle of the race because there was too much stuff going on with truck and four drive, and then I just put it on the side and then. I gave it to Ape, and uh, it was it it wasn't the the storm truck, but it was the beginning of developing the storm truck. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Brilliant. Anyone else? Anyone else got a list of questions? I have an I have another question. Well, it's not my question. It was a question that um they didn't give their name really, which is which is a bit of a shame, but um. Here's an interesting one for you, Michael. Get your get your technical head on. Belt tensions in the Schumacher cars. A lot of people discuss, oh, don't want to run a four-wheel drive, it's got a belt. How do you get your belt tensions right? Yeah, it's it's always a difficult topic uh, yeah. to talk about just verbally or over social media because I also frequently get messaged on my Facebook page how tight do I have to set the belt? And yeah. then explaining it is very difficult. Um, I, w- I tried to come up with an idea how to show it on a video, which would be a bit better. And But I haven't got around to, to do it yet, but hopefully soon. Um, all I can say is the front belt has to be tighter than the rear belt. Um, and it has to get it also it differs from stock and, and modified in stock you can get away with running the, the belts much looser and uh, in modified they have to be a bit tighter so they don't skip 
And now with the with the five mil belts, it's much better than previously with the first version of the L1 with the four mil belts. So now it's much stronger, and you can also get away with running them a bit looser. And basically pressing your finger in the middle of the rear belt in to feel the tension. Uh, the top can touch the the the, the bottom part of the belt. Um, and yeah, that's uh, that's all I can say. It's it's just yeah. too difficult to to explain because in in off road uh, there is a lot of chassis flex, especially on a bumpy astroturf track or bumpy dirt track with big jumps or eight scale tracks that we uh, that we race on at the Euros uh, recently. Mm. So the, the belt tension changes when the chassis flexes. That's where you get the belt skipping from, where the chassis, when the chassis flexes, the belt might skip. So it's not like you have to worry about it so much. Uh, of course, if your belt is skipping under braking or under acceleration, then it has to be a bit tighter. So I think the best way to, uh, to know how tight your belts have to be is just listen to the car when you're driving and remember that the front belt has to be tighter than the rear belt and the front belt might be very tight uh, but if it's extremely tight it might break but i don't think i have i've ever had the front belt break so front belt has to be tight and the rear belt it cannot be too tight because then it might affect the flex. Uh, and I remember the worlds when Jorn ran his rear belt a bit too tight. Uh, then the the car didn't feel too well. They made it a bit looser, and the car felt much much better. So it it's probably the most common question with our cars and the most difficult one to answer. But that's that's the best I I can answer. Um, so and, and if if ever uh, you can come up to to us or the Schumacher team at the race, I'm sure they will help you out. I will help you out with your build tension, and you can remember exactly how we set your build, and then you can do that to your car and anyone uh, driving a Schumacher car at your track. Is it is it not a video that Trish has touched on before, or he has? Yeah, um, he spoke, he spoke I, about the. The difference getting the front belts and the get not getting the belts too tight. Uh, he did a video I mean, I mean, I mean, I've got this to look forward to at some point when I actually go out and buy a four drive. But I mean, my question was going to be: Can I run my rear belt too tight or my front belt too tight? Should I run them? If I, if I'm not sure, should I tighten it rather than loosen it? Uh, if the belt skips too much, you might use uh, lose the teeth of the belt. Um, but for example, as I said, if you run your belt too tight, the car will feel weird because the flex will not work the way it should. Right. Um, so the front belt, run it tight, always tighter than the rear belt. And the rear belt, I wouldn't set it too tight. Uh, I would set it me medium i guess medium tight uh, <laughs> medium tight and put on a track and just listen to your car if if you're at a race and there is nine other cars on the track it's 
I know it's very difficult to hear exactly what your car is doing. Uh, so maybe ask someone to stand, for example, at the end of the straight or at the beginning of the straight where where you use the most throttle uh, and then listen to the belt uh, if it skips because when you land on, on carpet, probably always we use quite a lot of throttle when we land just before the car, the car touches the ground. I pull the trigger to to make the car go as fast as it can on the straight straight away when it lands, also so it doesn't double bounce. And then you will probably always hear a slight skip, but as that's normal, that's not, nothing you can do about it, and it doesn't hurt anything. Uh, so don't worry about that. But if the bell skips under braking or under acceleration on any flat surface, then it has to be a bit tighter. Okay, and I think the point you said was, if you have an issue, you know, if you're at a race meeting, go to that meeting, go see you. But if there's another Schumacher driver, just go and ask them and maybe poke their belt to see how theirs is. And then you'll have an idea yeah, of, yeah, except exactly. that doesn't work at Southport because if I'm the only person who's got one and nobody else is allowed to go to Southport now with the new restrictions... <laughs> We'll just see how my L1 Evo lasts for the first week. Uh, <laughs> I, I get, and you can't ask Joey because he hasn't even got his yet. Who are you going to ask to check your belt, Joe? Um, <clears throat> good question. Um, I don't know, Kevly. Kevly. I'll just Perfect. I'll just phone Kev and take a video. Or I'll just, of or, or, or I'll just phone Martin because obviously Martin I'm is not, my, go, my go. No, Martin is my go-to. I'm not helping you. Get wow. stopped. I will help you, wow. Joey. Yeah, thanks, thanks Michael. Michael. There you go. Thanks. You can get Michael's help. Uh, See, Michael's doing. Video, Michael's doing his bit. Pressing down the belt. Oh. To, to be what fair, Michael adjusted my belts at Branting Thorpe. To be fair. And um, was it good? Yeah, it was, yeah, of course it was. But it, yeah, I mean, it's brand new. It was it was good. Someone else adjusted them, and then I think you readjusted them. And they were better. Perfect. So yes, cool, cool. Do you do you do you find being like Schumacher's main main driver that you you get pestered a lot and ask really stupid questions, or is everybody quite unlike unlike Aiden? Is everybody quite polite and normal <laughs> there are never stupid questions always a question is right and if someone doesn't know something it's always better to to ask a question than just stay silent so yeah i get many messages from schumacher drivers all over all over the world but it just makes me happy because i remember when i joined in 2000, at the end of 2014, and I went to my first DOS with uh, Schumacher. It was only the factory te team that was uh, over there. And nowadays, for example, in January this year at EOS in Down, Schumacher was the, the biggest team uh, at that EOS with where the entries were, I think, 430 entries at that EOS. Um, so, yeah, I get asked quite a lot uh, different kind of questions probably uh, most of them are about the belts or um, or upgrade parts and spare parts that someone should order but I 
I always answer and try to answer as quick as I can. And yeah, I, I, I get asked quite a lot, but it, it's nothing that bothers me or annoys me. Like, like other, other pros that we've spoken to, do you have someone who deals with your social media or is it all you? No, no. I, I deal with my social media and all my YouTube stuff and messages. I, I do that all by myself. Nice. So you're not lazy like some of the others? No, no. I I wouldn't want someone else to do it. Of course, if I would get 15 or 20 messages per day, then I would rather have someone to do it for me. But it's like, for example, I come back from the track in the evening uh, and then I look at my phone to talk with my friends or my girlfriend or, or my family then I, I answer those guys that message me on that day and it's it, it's not too much so it's it's fine for now okay well you said girlfriend there so does it ever get you into trouble with your girlfriend when she said Michael come on let's go out and you just go no I've just got a message Aiden back he wants to know about a, a signed shell to be sent to the northeast or something. No, no, she's very understanding, and she she knows that is my passion to help other people as well, like you, Aiden. So she 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 talks with them. It's the old smoke to laugh at that joke. That wasn't a joke. <laughs> um, no, no, it's, I was, Mike, Michael's answer was very professional up until the point he said, "Aiden, help." <laughs> Well, one of the questions we got um, that actually a, a few people, more than one person asked was, but I don't think you can answer it now, Michael. It was, who do you think, okay, who do you think is going to be the most high maintenance person for you in the next 12 months? Will it be me or Joey? No comment. No comment. Do you think oh. Martin? Like, Joe, do you have a question, Joe? Do you go straight to Martin? Uh, yeah. No. Well, to be fair, I haven't actually had to ask any questions yet. I've been racing. <laughs> yeah, we have. I, I've, but yeah, in the questions I have had, yeah, I've been straight to Martin. <laughs> I'm not like you. I'm not going to pester Trish or Michael straight off. You know, uh, I don't. I pester the the top guys like. Michael, but never with questions like that. It's more just like, can you come on my podcast, please? Come on, please. Can you talk to us? Don't go on other people's podcasts. It makes me jealous. Um, one of the things you said, M M Michael, as you, you know, you were excited as you came to Schumacher. Um, how do you? How do you choose a not just not let's put Schumacher to one side, maybe let's maybe put LRP to one side as well, two of your big sort of main sponsors. How do you fill up the rest of your sponsor sort of repertoire? Uh, are they a and this is a question from Gary? You know, you've got a lot of hashtags on your posts. How do you pick which hashtags go on your post? How do you pick a, a servo provider or a tool provider? What do you do? Um, it, it depends from, from, for different drivers, I guess it different approach and uh, depends on the person. For example, as for me, um, when I was younger, I would get a lot of help 
from Tony uh, Reinhardt at Tony Sport and uh, Mark Reinhardt was my role model when I was younger. I would look up to him. So, for example, I, I've always had Tony Sport on my cars, on my clothes, on Tony Sport hashtag on my Facebook posts uh, because Tony was one of the main guys that would support me when I was younger, when I hadn't, when I didn't have a name in the earth industry and I guess he could see something in me and, and now I try to pay back and show, show my, um, what's the word, gratitude, right? Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and so, so yeah, that, that's for example, why I have Tony Sport and I've teamed up with uh, MR Feeder Free, uh, which is run by Mark and Tony uh, from Tony Sport, and it just all works together. So, for example, I use their tools, I use their accessories, and uh, and I just love the products. I, I work with them to come up with some new ideas as well to help them. Um, and I've had a great relationship with, with Tony and Mark for, for a long time now. Um, as for servos, I have I was approached by Power HD in 2018, uh, and basically a driver gets approached. Uh, it can be by social media, by by email, or at the track, and then you discuss with the manufacturer or the company. Um, the the deal or start talking about it and and then I always test the products if if they're what I expect them to be and uh, and because I want to be sure that what I'm running is is top notch and it would help me to win big races which is my goal and um, so that's what PhD was to me I tried it tested it felt great um, and that was my decision uh, to to join uh, PowerHD. We then discussed the the contract, and then the contract was signed. And now I drive for PowerHD. Uh, with LRP was a similar case. Uh, I, I was approached uh, at one of the races by Alex Dobnika, uh, which uh, he uh, he used to work for LRP back then. And then the um, relationship uh, started, and then I signed uh, with uh, with LPA contract, and now I'm here. And I think five years later. Yeah, you don't you, do, you don't seem to have changed. You you don't seem to be. Our phrase would be fly by night, fitting from one company <laughs> to another company. You seem to stick with the one sort of. I don't know. I've done well by you, or you felt that these are the these are things that really helped you. Is that is that kind of your thoughts? I've I've never I've never thought about it. For example, when I was younger, and I didn't, I've never had this thought that okay, I I signed for Schumacher. I'm going to stick with them for at least ten years um, to to build a relationship and. I think that's what will be better for me. It, it's just the way things worked out for me. And I think it's really amazing that uh, Schumacher is my second chassis sponsor. First, I was sponsored by Team Durango, which lasted 
two years and and then i signed with schumacher and now i've been with schumacher for six years now and i'm still the i'm, I'm sure the uh, relationship will continue to, to develop and we'll still be working together uh, in the future and hopefully for a very very long time and with lap uh, was was the same i I had this opportunity. I I loved the products. I, I loved the the commitment of Jurgen and Alish, and the relationship just developed, and 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 we're here right now, and we'll continue um, to work together uh, in the future, and it, we'll see how how long it lasts. Hopefully, also uh, very long. As with Schumacher, I have no intention of of changing um, for now, but. On the other side, you never know uh, what opportunities come up or what will be next year. Um, and and yeah, I've, I've never thought about it, but I know that uh, some drivers change quite a lot. And I I think loyalty is, is uh, very important in, in life. And also, uh, it's one of the most important values in relationships with your sponsors with your work um, and, and other things in life and it and the relationship is also very important and you cannot um, feel uh, a big bond straight away for example me and Trish and we have known each other for six years but I remember when I joined I uh, I I just worked together with him it's it's not like we're best friends at the beginning we've just met each other and and we just yeah we we got to know each other better and better we traveled a, a, around the world together and now we're best friends uh, and i think that's that's very important and that's also amazing with my relationship with uh, schumacher especially with schumacher uh, because if at the beginning it was just uh, people that i work with that i drive for but now I can I can truly and say with honor that it, it is really a Schumacher family for me and people over there care about me a lot and they look after me so much and I I want to do the best I can for them as well and same goes with LAP and all other my sponsors. <coughs> Are you worried now? This is I've got one more question, guys. Then if, if you've got anything else, you can jump in. Are you now worried uh -huh. then now Joey's joined that maybe you might lose some of the love from the Schumacher family because such a world star like Joey Cockill's turned up? Yeah, I, when I saw the news, when I heard about it, I I was really scared for, for my drive. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, was, I was looking for other options. Other options. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> Joey. I, 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 I don't know how to take that one. Whether that's a compliment or it's a not no, not a compliment. No, he's taking the piss out of you. I know. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, I know. Oh come on, come on, right, guys! If you got I, any others before I, I go through the funny I, questions, I've got one that kind of helps. To to under or to to get to know someone a little bit better, obviously, um, Michael. We know, obviously, from your your Facebook and and everything that you're very active in in the RC industry. You know, we all know you've um, 
come over here as well. Well, you tried to come over here to 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 go to uh, to Covent uh, University and stuff. But what what do you do at home outside of RC? Like what? How do you let your hair down, as it were? Mm, yeah, good question. Um, I think for us professionals, we need to have something else than than RC to to mm. keep RC as a passion. Because if uh, if I am at the track three days per week, uh, one day I spend working on the cars, and one day I'm uh, learning, then it kind of probably damages the uh, the passion because it's just too much. Uh, yeah. Usually you have your real job and then you have a passion on the side. And so there's always something uh, I do. Mm, now that I came back to Poland, I, mm, I, I value uh, my friends a lot, a lot more because when I moved to UK, maybe it was only like 10 days, uh, something like that. I, I've missed them a lot and my family, so I, I try to spend as much time as I can with them. Uh, of course, we're all a bit limited uh, in these times because of the situation, but uh, I do my best to, to keep my relationships with all my closest friends and family because I think that's extremely important um, to be successful in RC racing as well. Uh, not only in, in life and just to be happy. Um, I love sports like tennis, um, football. I, I used to play football quite a lot, but um, I just didn't have enough time uh, when I took RC a bit more serious. Uh, so yeah, there's plenty uh, other stuff I do uh, when I have a free weekend, but I'm sure when we go back to racing, uh, most of my weekends will be packed with uh, with races, uh, and then during the week I will just have to take some time off and and chillax, as uh, Tris always say, tells me to chillax. <laughs> Perfect. So you don't play Warzone? No, no. I I I used to play actually a lot of video games like FIFA. Um, when I was all my all my childhood, I think for probably a year now, I I stopped, and uh, I'm very happy that I stopped because I think uh, it's I think it's a great way to spend time with with friends and have some fun. Uh, but I I think uh, it's not as strong as being with your friends. Uh, at dinner, for example, or, or just spending some quality time together. And now I, I I see and look at video games as a waste of time that I can do something productive uh, than than just sit in front of a TV and play. So I I also exercise quite a lot um, and make sure my uh, reflexes are on point and hand coordination and, and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, I, I try to be as productive as I can. Wow. So, Joey, uh, should we start playing tennis and football and get better so we can help Michael when he comes over? I mean, I hate tennis as a sport, so no, tennis can uh, get in the bin. But I, I, I always enjoy a kickabout. I, I like football. Well, you say that, but then you support Cardiff. 
Um, so, we have some questions at the end. So, do you know when you're coming back to the UK? No, no idea. To be honest, uh, it it all depends on the situation um, of okay. racing of the whole world. I don't know. For now, for now, I I, I don't want to worry about it too much. No, uh, because I think it's quite a scary thought uh, when I'm in a different country and I actually moved to another country, but I have no idea when I'm going back over there. Um, so I'm just living day by day, day by day, and, and doing what I have to do. Okay, but obviously, thanks for the help that you've given me over the last couple of weeks. So, as I said, when you get over, Frankie and Benny's in Liverpool, it's not a problem. We're tier three, Michael, it's fine. I think we can race indoors, be perfect. As soon as you get over, we're ready for you. Um, how, how far is Liverpool from Northampton? <laughs> three hours, three hours four hours, yeah. five hours yeah, on that's, a that's what I Friday. Thought. Let's just Probably. put it this way, Michael. North- You're, Northampton's closer to my house than it is Aiden's house. Yeah. With UK <laughs> traffic, it's probably 10 hours somewhere. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you can stay with Tommy. Tommy's got a spare room. You can stay with Tommy if you don't mind a few drinks. Um, the question is who's your favourite Scotsman? <laughs> um, I guess. I guess. Uh... If I wouldn't say Alan O'Brien, he would uh, never talk to me again. So I think so, that's, that, that's so not a bad thing. That's a good thing. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, someone wanted Rich, um, and obviously, uh, you know, we're all thinking of Rich at this time. But you know, he asked the question, "What make?" And I think you've told us this before. What make is the sponge on your steering wheel? Uh, it's uh, ooh, it's actually the concept. Concepts. Wow. I, I don't think I should, I should say, but yeah, it's the concepts. Okay. Do you remember? I, I, I remember do you remember Aiden Thomas Tran telling us a story about this? Yes. Steering wheels. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't think a sponge that you run on your radio is really gonna upset the balance of life. <laughs> Beep, 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 <laughs> beep. That's Joey throwing me under the bus, but apparently you're okay, Michael. Um, and uh, Joey Fisher in the States <laughs> wants to know what's your what's your favourite pierogi recipe? I was going to say, I hope you got this Ooh. pronunciation right. I've no idea. Pierogi. 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 I, yeah, um, I have to ask my mum. She's the expert, not me. Okay, so if maybe on your next setup sheet because of all the practice you're doing at the Titan Arena, if you could just put your favourite, your mum's favourite pierogi recipe at the bottom, oh, we can it, all have a go. Uh, I will, I'll, I'll say it now. I promise to, mm-hmm. to Joey and all of you, I'll post a picture of my mum's pierogi for Christmas on my Facebook page. Brilliant. Is it, I, I don't know, is, can I get it right? Is pierogi a Christmas oh. thing? No, uh, in Poland, in most most families, yeah. Okay, that's superb. Um, so I think that say it prob- right, say it right. Well, what is it right? What, what's the right one again? It's, it's, it's rog- pierogi, not pierogi. <laughs> pierogi. Yes. Well, okay. obviously with oh, a Scouse no. accent. Oh, uh, no. To be fair, you you Scouses destroy any language, so it don't matter. 
You destroy the English language, though. In, in me house. Okay, and then just another one. And SJ Chandler asked this. Um, I think he asked the question, is, <clears throat> is it all over for Ryan Lutz? But I think the way to, to think about this is, do you pay any attention to sort of the silly season that happens with the other pros? Or is it just like people you've met before and you're not bothered at all? No, I, I always like to look at the silly season um, information. And I will say article from Library I think, about it. Um, and yeah, there were some interesting uh, names over there and going uh, about apparently going to different brands. Um, but yeah, I was really surprised about Ryan Lutz um, leaving Nemo or obviously we don't know what what happened but um i i thought they had a good relationship but maybe a new opportunity came up or, or something happened and yeah hopefully ryan will uh, find a great team i i've got a, a quick question regarding to to pros when they when they leave um sponsors and stuff if in obviously being a pro yourself if a driver leaves a company for their own personal reasons, do you feel that the information should be shared? As opposed to, obviously, if somebody leaves a company because they've done bad things and the company don't want them no more, obviously that normally stays hidden. But should positive information be sort of shared so not everybody's questioning everything and making up their own things? Mm, I don't know. Uh, it it depends uh, on the point of view of the company, I guess, if it helps them with promotion. Or, I don't know. I've never, never thought about it. But I remember, uh, for example, in football, mm, literally everything is shared uh, to social media and to the public, how much yeah. footballers earn and um, literally everything and in our industry it's uh, a bit more hidden and i sometimes i have this thoughts that maybe it would be better if it was all uh, all shared to the public and so it's not like everyone have to uh, ask questions and mm. be so for example the, the the biggest question probably in RC for many many years uh, has been how much do pro drivers earn for example uh, and if it was all public then maybe uh, uh, people would be a bit more interested or but on the other side I'm sure it has some ne negative effects to it so yeah of uh, course I don't I don't I don't mind it being all secret and I think if a company or the driver wants to keep his reasons uh, secret then that's that's up to up to them up to him and there's nothing wrong about it and for example if i would have done something bad which uh, not many people in the public would notice then i, I also wouldn't want this information shared uh, because it would be a bad influence on my reputation probably in the industry as well okay yeah, I, I when I so my question for you then is 
when silly season rumours, you, you see them on the internet, when Tyler Hooks writes another article on Live RT, because you know these people, do you, like, message them and go, is this true, Ryan Mayfield? Are you really leaving Muga? Or do you just don't do that? Um, I, I, I probably <laughs> would message, for example, uh, if um, some of my closer friends from the the industry would be on there. I I don't have a, a, a I'm not in touch with Ryan Mayfield or or Spencer or Cavalieri or Tessman. Uh, obviously, we meet each other at the big events and we shake hands and we have a very good um, sportsmanship uh, between us and and a lot of respect. But it's not like we talk with each other a lot. But for example, if Yona was on there, or or Jorn, or Lee Martin, Neil Craig, uh, Mark, some other guys from Europe, which I I I know much better because we just race together a lot more. Then yeah, I, I would message them and I would be curious as well. Uh, like like everyone, I will be curious what what's the future. And uh, for example, with Ryan Lutz, uh, I I was teammates with Ryan. And I'm very curious, uh, what, what, where he will go and uh, which company he will join. I think he said that uh, he'll share the information today. So I'm looking forward to that. No, that's brilliant. Okay, Michael. Well, you've been excellent, um, and we've had you on for longer than we normally have people on for. Um, if you you should have people longer on longer. No, that's so, that's sure. been that's been like fifty minutes. Yeah. Well, oh, oh, you, you make yeah, me feel it's, bad it's, now. <laughs> it's flown by like five minutes for me. <laughs> that, it was fun. Thank you. <laughs> uh, with, um, you know, I, I specifically like the and your answer to the silly season that you, you like, you know, most of the people on this podcast right now that we're all really interested in what's going on. You know, some of us aren't, but most of us are. Three out of the four are. Yeah. But. But, but before you go, would you like to thank your sponsors or anyone else who's been who's been good to you? Yeah, I just want to say one more thing, if I can, about the silly season. Uh, all the pros like like me and everyone else started this as a passion, uh, so we're like all of our hearts are into this hobby. So that's why for me the season is also interesting um, because I have a passion for this hobby, and for example. Um, Jared Thibault uh, when I was uh, at, for example in Finland uh, when I was 10 2011 I finished 94th at that Worlds and Cavalieri uh, was the double uh, world champion or Thibault won in in USA in Chico 2013 and I was in the D main and E main for the, so when I was younger they, they would be the stars of the sport so for example when I hear that Thibaut left, uh, left, left Kyosha, I was really surprised and I was looking forward to hearing the information where he goes next. So I, I was, yeah, I have a passion for this sport and I'm always curious where people go and, and what changes are in the industry. Okay, I'm done talking. Oh, no, no, that's good. <laughs> no, just, to, just because I think I've just seen a message. Does somebody know where Ryan Lutz is going? Yeah, WRC. Yes. What? He's gone to WRC. 
one one um, one eighth manufacturer. That's it. You got it. Yeah. Mm, that's, so that's all weird. of us that thought S works were completely wrong. I um, thought he was retiring. To be fair, I I'm I'm actually flabbergasted. Um, what I'm going to say, let's be positive. What a signing for WRC. They've gone from Dave Gibson to Ryan Lutz. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. You know, oh, I'm not being Dave. funny. We we look we love uh, Amish, but that's the biggest upgrade I've ever seen. Um, so that's live to all of us. Uh, Michael, are you su- surprised? Was that on your list of suspects? I'm very surprised. I I knew that WEC have a car in eight scale, and they also um, they also want to do nitro. Or maybe they also have nitro car already. Mm, I actually met uh, Federico, um, a guy from Italy that works for WRC, and uh, I don't know, guys, if you know this, but <laughs> sorry, sorry for again uh, talking a bit too much, but. Uh, the owner of WRC is the father of Luca Giotto, and Luca Giotto is uh, the F1, F F2 driver. Uh, I don't know for which uh, which uh, team, but uh, Luca is a driver in F2, and the f- and father of uh, Luca is the owner of WRC. All right, so they must, they must have some money. Yeah. Are, are you now upset? They, they didn't approach you. No, no, no. Okay. Well, they, te- they technically <laughs> still can because if they only offer one eighth platforms. No, they have two income. They have two income as well. Oh, do they? Ah, oh, so I just thought they had one eighth. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we maybe we might see more than one of them in the UK. Then, uh, hang on, are they different from Radio Stermi or something? That's an Italian make as well, isn't it? Eight eight scales are very hard to differentiate because it's this. The, there isn't. Uh, you can't physically. Well, you you probably. Can. I'm sure there's a genius out there who could, but the 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 layout of an eight scale car has never changed. Uh, okay. Well, okay. It's, it's only it's only what's bol- bolted from the front end to the rear end, which can can vary in shapes and sizes, and but the, the center part of a, an eight scale, I, I I haven't seen change in a good. Sort of 15 years, so perfect. Okay, um, Michael, for like the second time, would you like to thank the sponsors before we let you go? Uh, yeah, thank you to everyone that has supported me throughout my career, uh, especially Schumacher, RST, MF33, Power Sport, Sunlight Clinic, um, Trivets. Um, currency, TKR, graphics, and everyone, uh, I cannot name all of them, but I've met so many amazing people throughout my career, and I'm just grateful for that, and I, I've had amazing opportunities in my life so far, thanks to RC, and I hope that uh, it'll be the same in the future and I will continue traveling the world, racing the best in the business and doing my best on the tracks. Brilliant. Mate. Thank you to you guys for having me and hopefully you'll have me uh, soon as well. 
for yeah, and then podcast. and maybe when you get back to the UK, we can upgrade you from liking Frankie and Benny's, and you know, maybe a Miller and Carter. You know, it's definitely a few steps up. Mm, I think I'll stay with Frankie and Benny's. <gasps> oh, jeez! Oh, have you ever been? To, have you never? Have you never been to a Miller and Carter before? Did Trish never take you so. to a Miller and Carter when you were in the country? I don't think so. Oh, it's it's like a really, it. really posh steakhouse. Oh, it's really what, good. What, what, what you need to do is make, make bets with Paul Crompton and he'll buy you Miller and Carter meals. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you got to do. Paul to take you. Yeah. Right, okay. We go to, to this. And we'll, we'll test the steak. That's what we'll do. As soon as you're nice. back, fly back into Liverpool rather than London, <laughs> and then I'll pick you up. Tommy will pick you up. We'll go straight oh to Miller and Carter. Uh, we'll have a nice steak, and then we'll drop you off at Northampton. Is that all right, boss? Yeah, it's fine. The best steak I've ever eaten is in the US. It's Longhorn yep. or Outback Restaurant. Well, it's why. We we would talk about that, but Joe, we would probably shout again because I'd get some sort of reference to Vegas. In. Um, so, Michael, thanks for your time. Speak to you soon. Bye now. Thank you. Bye bye. Thanks, Michael. Bye-bye. Well, guys, that was amazing speaking to Michael, um, and I apologise to him in the break for kicking him off the podcast uh, because we've got to go to bed. Uh, probably, guys, we've got a, a few things to chat about, but we don't need to make this section session um, too long. Um, I want to make sure that I thank everybody for liking and sharing um, last week's podcast. You know, it was great to speak to Taro because um, it was just nice to catch up with him. And anyone who liked and shared last week's podcast and Dan, the Daniel Austin episode the week before, we're just going to put the and, and this podcast with Michael on. I think this is probably the sort of the, the end of that for Composite Kit. I think he wants to Composite Kit, what Kit Jones wants to get going on making the screw thing for everybody and engraving it. So, if you know, like and share this podcast, and then we'll put everyone in a, a hat and a draw them out in a week or two's time um, to see if you can win a, a sort of a personalized engraved carbon sc- screw tray from Composite Kit. Um, uh, clearly, due to lockdown, none of us went racing. No, no. Um, there's been some updates from the BRCA. Um, obviously, we don't need to go over them, but you know, we direct everybody to look at the BRCA page. Um, I've asked some questions because Southport's in tier two, and we're looking for some confirmations. But you know, I've not demanded answers. What I've said is these are the questions I would like to be covered in the next sort of update. And, We've had confirmation that they'll put them on the list. Um, the only thing I've got left to say is, um, do you know what I asked the other week about listeners from foreign countries? Yeah. Okay, well, I bumped into on Facebook Mubashir from Malaysia, who said he's a big fan of the podcast. Cool. Um, and uh, listens every week. So thanks very much, Mubashir. Um, I hope I've got your name right. I can't pronounce what a pierogi is. Um, so hopefully I've got your name right. Have either of you guys got anything to chat about? 
Um, I, oh, I, I have. I, I have. Yeah. You haven't. I have. No, 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 no. I have not. No, okay. No. Mine's not RC related, not sim racing related. In case Jerry gets all excited. Mm. Here's one for you. Have any of you watched on Netflix? We are champions. No. Okay. So hang on, I, hang on, hang on. I didn't even get a chance to answer before you cracked on. Sorry, we are the champions. It's called. Is it like, the is it the series about the crazy sports like, that are in different like, countries? It's because, like hobbies and sports. Like yes, because oh, I watched one, it the other day. Yeah, the first one was the cheese rolling in Gloucester. Yeah. There's a couple on there I've not looked at because they're just I've no interest whatsoever. And then I think the one I watched yesterday, where I sat on the old turbo trainer trying to lose more weight, was about a yo-yo championship. Yeah. And I'm sat there watching, it, and I tell you what, if you think RC car racing is sad, you want to watch <laughs> you want to watch you want to watch nah. kitties with yo-yos. No, 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 oh, no, no. Wow. That's that. That's not even the worst one. The last one is the worst one. But but the reason I brought it up is. Someone needs to get RC on that because that you know Netflix massive. We're, you know we all talk about this. How can we make RC bigger? There's a great uh, audience. So someone or loads of us need to contact whoever made this. We are champions that went to Gloucester for cheese rolling. Get RC on it. Yep, yeah, that's mm. um, it's it, 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 it's it's you need to watch it, Aiden. It's is a it is a mind opener. <laughs> Now, obviously, when you say we are the champions, I'm thinking just is it just three Sean Frontier or whatever, um, just Sean Frontier. That's the one, you know, Stuart Hall, people in massive plastic costumes. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, no, this is this is not that. That's we are the oh, that's something like we are the champions. Oh, was it a kids show? Uh, mate, I think it is. I, I honestly, I don't know, but I honestly would think that when Archie. GP's driven series is finished. You know, I, I see that quite easily fitting onto Netflix. Um, um, yeah, I could, I could see that, but I think this would be better because they they look at it from a, uh, a more of an outside view, looking in, and I don't know. It's just very well. I watched the yo-yo thing, and it kind of reminded me of RC racing because they this. A couple of them, they go to the World Yo-Yo Championships, and most of them are just there because they're seeing people that they haven't seen for a couple of months, you know, and people from around the world. And it just related to RC car racing. It was very interesting, you know, the same kind of feelings and why people do it. And you know, not everyone. There were people that were in the World Championships; they couldn't even throw a yo-yo up and down. So it's like Joey going to the Worlds because he can't really actually race. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was really good. I'm only kidding, Jerry. Do you want to, what happened in Austria? Did you fall, how did you fall off a jump? I, I was. Have, <laughs> I haven't heard this story. That's it's all seriousness. There was I like a you heard um, it when you hit the floor. There was a 90 degree tabletop at the back part of the track, just in front of where the um, grandstand was. Yeah, and I was marshalling on the on on the tabletop. So a car crashes into like the, the post that they'd put on the corner to stop obviously people jumping across the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, I've gone to marshal the car and I've my shoe has kind of slipped off. So I've tripped over my shoe, fallen down the hill. My shoe's flown off and landed in front of me uh, on, on the up ramp of, the, of this tabletop. 
And then as I've gone to marshal one of the cars, another car has just punched through my shoe and thrown my shoe back up the hill. <laughs> but that wasn't even the, the, the thing that was is the most memorable bit. It's, it's, um, Carl, Carl Latham, um, father of Matt Latham from back in the day, I can say that because he's obviously no longer racing and stuff. He had almost had heart attack laughing, <laughs> and he, he, he just for the whole for the rest of the week that's all he spoke about. Just like nearly nearly laid down on the floor, dying of laughter. <laughs> and it was just like a like a twelve year old thirteen year old me just falling down this hill watching my shoe get punted by another car. Uh, so was that the European Championships in Austria? Yeah, two thousand and six. My that was actually my first Euros. Right. Do we know who hit the? Is it was it somebody famous hit your shoe? I doubt it. I think I was probably marshalling one of the low finals. Yeah, was... no, no, nothing worse than famous drivers hitting your shoe. I tell you. Yeah, no, look, <laughs> don't, don't don't get Joey started. Especially if it's, started. especially if it's caught on camera. Yeah. Um, uh, well, if you talked about television, I'm going to say on Amazon Prime, uh, yeah. I watched something very similar, which was um, Muscle Nerd. Right. Um, so it's like a, a, a set, a Dragon Con, you know, it's the big. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I know, yeah. It's the big cosplay. I think it's, it's in Atlanta. Um, yeah. And some guy turns up and goes, Well, I like you know, cosplay, but I'm also into bodybuilding. And there's a crossover between bodybuilders and cosplayers because, like, oh, okay. guys who guys who want to be the 300 cosplayers, I'm not being funny, us three wouldn't be great 300 cosplayers, but the guys who are 300 cosplayers obviously all have to work out to look right. like the people from 300, not the podcast that never makes many episodes the the film about sparta um you know so actually it was a really good sort of what you're saying is you can see this this guy's interest in trying to get something and can't get a bit of notice and trying to get people into the meeting i just thought someone suggested it to me the journey of the muscle nerd or something i just thought it was a it was a really good thing and if we're talking about telly that's fine um the last the last non-RC thing I'd like to talk about before we thank our sponsors and let go is that um, I saw a fantastic Warzone clip. Um, it was one of those on one of those Facebook videos. It's got a couple of great clips, and it's Jamie Hall sniping some fella out of a window, and it's actually got to a like a. a Warzone clip of the week. It's not Stone Mountains, but it's one of those. Uh, and I was right. watching, just came up and said Jamie Hall. So I've messaged him. So clearly, Jamie oh, Hall right. can snipe someone out of a window really well. But is is it our Jamie Hall, or is it come from someone randomly else called? Jamie no, no, Hall? It's, it's, it's our Jamie Hall. Our Jamie oh, okay. Hall. Um, if you're not Warzone, I think he's on like a, I think he's on like police station, and he's just sort of dipping and diving between two posts and just. Sniped this fella straight out of a, a window. Now, again, to our American friends, we're not really using guns. We, we don't do that in this country. Um, I, I'm going to say happy Thanksgiving to everyone. That's what we should always say, because it's Thanksgiving when we record this. Um, I'm still kind of shocked that Ryan Lutz has signed for WRC. Um, yeah. That's just blown my mind. 
Uh, and apparently, and you've some, you've got five hats to eat. Apparently, Jason Roberts, uh, my um, great friend, is um, going to send me five hats to eat because that's how many people guessed. You know, do they have to get rid of Dave Gibson now to free up wages? Do you think? Mm-hmm. You never know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Imagine Ryan Lutz entering that team chat. It's going to be exciting. Um, but that's probably us all done. So I'm going to thank, because it's my turn, I'm going to thank my sponsors, which are hashtag the Schumacher family. Um, I'm not going to thank Muzz because I thought I was going to because he phoned me to check about my hoodie not being delivered. But then I realised he'd only remembered about my hoodie that's been on back order four weeks because he'd sorted Joey's out for him. <laughs> so it, it sounded like a good call, but it wasn't. Um, and of course, like to thank TQ Models. Those boys are doing great things up in Neem. And again, you know, COVID restrictions, there's no racing in, in the Northeast, but you know, they're still there doing their bits, getting sure stuff, some stuff out to people who want it. Uh, of course, I'm going to just drop in that Vic's Paints uh, masked my shells up, and I'm sure maybe when I get back to racing, I'll have some nice new shells from Vic's Paints. And I've got a new sponsor. Thanks very much. You know, people come to the popular people. I'd like to thank Tony Newland and Clinic RC for letting me be in their team for 2021. Looking forward to talking generally about things made of titanium more and more. Is that okay, boys? Are we finished? No. Who um? What What happened with your Southport toilet drawer? Oh, Southport. To- oh, oh my God! Did I? Oh God, it was the worst podcast in the world. Um, it was very. It was you sorted it out. It was won by Paul Ainscow. Yeah. Okay. Um, Paul. Um, very kindly because it was, you know, for our toilets suggested that maybe if we gave him some of the money from the drawer, uh, we could hold on to the kit. Nice. So that was very nice of Paul to do that, supporting all the clubs. So we've done that. But what we have done, but I can't believe I never mentioned it, is that um, Michael Alowski, who we've just spoken to, um, has signed a, sh- a two-wheel drive shell for Paul and has put it in the post. Nice. So um, Paul will be putting a picture up in the RC Games of the, the shell that you know uh, Michael has sent to Paul. Um, he did offer, Michael did say, so I send it to you, Aiden, for you to forward on? I'm going, no, not a safe idea. So thank you very much, mate. Um, the boys' toilets are all done, need a bit of decorating, just still a bit of work to be done on the ladies and disabled. Um, but that's that's done. Thank you very much, mate. Anything else? Nope. Um, please like and share this podcast. One, you'll get a chance to win a carbon engraved screw tray from Composite Kit. Oh, who's also one of my sponsors. Um, please like and share all the podcasts. Um, I, today, during my lunchtime, listened to the Grid Talk RC podcast. Um, they had Nathan Rawls on... Roger Mills, Chris Bowden, and Ross, and it was pretty in depth and probably a, a podcast that maybe we couldn't do. A lot of technical information, but if you kind of pull up with this, I think you'd probably really enjoy the Grid Talk RC podcast as well. Um, is that us done, boys? 
That's done. Mm-hmm. If you can talk for 30 seconds while I try and turn Craig off, that would be great. What can we talk about? Can we talk about Aiden's lack of being able to do anything himself? Yeah. Ironically, he keeps making the jokes about him being able to go to Stoffel, but we all know he's not going to leave Southport to go racing. Yeah. Too far to go. Uh, I'm not being funny. I think I've got some work in the Stoffold area um, in a week or two's time. So I'm literally just going to just take a picture just to annoy you, Joe. Honestly, have no idea how Liverpool are not in tier three because they've been, been, they've been behaved. Anyway, well, oh, you turned it off yeah, now. No, I want to go. No, I haven't. Right, we're going to go. See you guys. Thanks, Michael. Bye, you two. Bye. Bye. Bye.